It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. It is hump day. Made it to a Wednesday. Welcome in to Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. Wednesday, so John Spears in studio with Tony Burke, our usual Wednesday guest, the John and Tony Dog and Pony Show. It's Wednesday, April 6th. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. You got a question for Tony, a comment for Tony? Hey, you can even talk to me if you want to, 384-1450. The Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Thornton's is a perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee and delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 502- 414-1450. College basketball is now uh, 48 hours in the rearview mirror, so not talking a whole lot of basketball, although the Lakers did get eliminated officially last night, so I will, we will delve into whose fault that is before the hour is over. I teased yesterday the Pitchcom. Tony, have you heard of the Pitchcom? Read about this morning, John. Uh, is it going to work? All right, let's explain it. Let's explain it. Uh, by the way, we're going to be talking Masters today. The, uh, the Masters starts tomorrow. We're going to be talking baseball. We're going to give you our picks as division winners, wild cards, six teams from each league get in the playoffs this year. So we're up to 12 now. 40% of the teams in Major League Baseball make the playoffs. And we'll tell you who we think is going to get to and win the World Series. Pitchcom is a new technological electronic device that is supposed to be designed to stop teams from stealing signs. Basically, the catcher has a wristband on with buttons on it. He pushes a button, and a Siri type of, or an Alexa type of uh, monitor or, or verbal monitor says in the pitcher's ear, fastball, low and away. Or curveball, low and in. Or screwball, high and away. And the pitcher then either throws that pitch, shakes off, but there are no hand signs from the catcher here. He just punches it on his pad. And there are three other players on the field who will have earpieces in as well. And I'm assuming, Tony, if you're a coach, you're going to have the shortstop's definitely going to have one in his ear. The Center fielder, probably going to have one in his ear for positioning. And maybe, I don't know, second baseman? Does the first baseman need it? Uh, three players on the team, other than the pitcher, will have an earpiece and be able to know what pitch is coming as well. All right. Let's figure out the problems with this first. What's the fr- Okay, first of all, it's technological. What if the batteries die? What if it goes on the blink? What if the pitcher is not getting the signal in his ear? What if the other team, who has the same technology, but I'm, I'm assuming on a different frequency, all of a sudden their center fielder sitting in the dugout going, hey, I can hear their pitches being called. I mean, these are just a couple of the things. And it, does this slow the game down? Does this speed the game up? Oh, I think it probably speeds the game up. But my issue is you can steal signs. You can, just what you said, can you steal frequencies? Yeah. Then you're going to know all the pitches. And one of the other issues with that is – the players are going to have to signal players. So there is some still signaling and going on. And second base, I've always done that. Right. Like so, who's covering second? Putting your hand behind their back, pointing to where, sure. you know, where, where you should position yourself on a curveball or a fastball. 
Um, I think it's a, it's a maybe a good idea. I don't know. Is it? traditionalist still the science who cares unless you're sticking beepers on people and stuff like maybe a team did but if you can't come up with good signs that the other team can't steal then that's on you yeah well you know in in college what a lot of them have done is everybody looks at the batters pitchers everybody looks in the dugout and they signal so I, i think it's something that they're trying to do which i can see it maybe speeding the game up but if you love baseball, signals are part of the game. I'm surprised we didn't hear anything about it. I heard something about this two days ago. I didn't hear it until I heard had, you talk about it yesterday. Heard anything about it, and we are one day from the start of the season, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, um, catcher's going to have a device on his arm. He can key in some codes there and tell, let the pitcher know what to pitch without using his fingers, uh, without putting his fingers down beneath his knees and giving a sign. Um. Well, why, now, did, why, did, why didn't the coach have one and the, the coach just signal him? Uh, the, I would guess the coach probably has one in his ear if he wants one. At I, least I'm the pitching a, coach is probably going to have one in his ear. Um, as a batter, okay, you're standing there, you're getting ready. The pitchers, uh, there's a guy on first, so the pitcher in, goes in the stretch, and all of a sudden you see, you're in, you're in the in the box, you see the second baseman just move to, to towards first base a little bit, just couple steps. Does that tell you anything? Do you say to yourself, okay, now that guy knows this is going to be a fastball and I'm going to be late on my swing here. He's moving over, so I should be looking for a fastball. Well, it's always been that way. Or but it's going to be outside pitch. I should lean to the outside here. But most of the time they don't move to late. And it, but if you're looking at the second baseman, you're a guy's throwing 99 and he throws it at Good your luck. head, you, you won't worry about signals anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I've – I've never hit off anybody 99, but I've hit off guys throwing in the in the low 90s. And that ball gets on. If you're looking around while a guy's getting ready to throw no it. No chance. You got no chance. Uh, Luis Severino of the Yankees used this uh, on Monday, and his, his response to it was, I was very skeptical. I didn't think it was going to work. And half an inning in there, I was, I was sold because I got it in my ear. I threw the pitch. I had no fear of anybody – Knowing what was coming here, and once I got used to it, it was very relaxing. I was able to pitch, and it made the game speed up a little bit for us. Um, you know, now a guy's going to punch a button in. Pitcher's going to shake him off. He's going to have to punch another couple because you got to punch one button for the pitch, one button for the location. Uh, you know, and and if you're shaking him off, maybe it lengthens the game a little bit. Well, it was going to anyway. They were going to go back through signals. The main thing is when a You're guy right. when a guy's on second base, catcher goes through four or five different signals so that they can't steal it. So if you think about it, if you're punching two buttons instead of putting four or five s- signals down, that, that could speed up things and, and make it simple for, like you said, the pitcher when the catcher gets used to it. But not all teams – you don't have to use it. You don't it. have to let's, use it. Let's you know, specify and, and that. And some pitchers, I would guess, are going to be well, uncomfortable with it. They don't want to hear something in their ear. You know, some guys have pitched for 25 years and are used to something, and they might go, look, I don't want something talking to me while I'm thinking about I, I got my pitch. own thoughts I'm, but, I have, and I don't want to hear yeah, another that, voice out there. Teams and individuals. And I would, I would guess veteran pitchers might be like, no, I don't – this is too different. I'm set in my ways here. This is. I mean, there are pitchers that don't talk to anybody the day they're starting because that's part of their routine – and I guess this would mess with the routine. Well, you know from being in the workplace, John, older people don't like change. 
All right, we we've done this for twenty years. I, I ain't gonna do this you're stuff. Talking about me? No, I'm, I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> and the younger generation are people who come in, and that's what they know. Just becomes habit. So I think it takes a while, but I could see it working. Anything. It's like the quarterback in football. You know, they used to not get the play in their helmet, right? And, you know, they put their hands over their ears and call the play, and nobody's ever complained about that. So if you're a pitching coach, do you like it? If you're a batting coach, do you like it? And if you're a manager, do you like it? I think if you're a pitching coach, you like it a lot because it takes the guesswork out of somebody missing a sign. Uh, you know, when you're flashing the guys on second base and you throw four signals and it's the second or it's a combination right. of however you're doing it, it takes that guesswork out that you don't catch it doesn't get crossed up. Guy throws a fastball when he's, he throws a 99-mile-an-hour and fastball and you're looking a for a curveball. Last, last couple of years. Yeah. We've seen it a lot. Umpires take a few of those, too. <laughs> oh, wow. Fa- <laughs> fastball, looking for oh, a curve, and the catcher misses it completely. Ouch. Um, now, there there could be a scenario where the catcher with big fingers accidentally punches in curveball, meaning to punch, punch in fastball. Yeah. And, can. you know, you're sitting there waiting on a heater, and all of a sudden it's in the dirt and past you. I mean, that that's going to happen just like it happens in the old way, right? Yeah, it, it definitely could happen. I mean, I don't think it would happen less, but it could still happen. Right. And – it's part of the game. Sometimes yes. you get the wrong signal, you get crossed <laughs> up, and uh... Uh, I, I'm really anxious to see how this works. I really do want. You know, the, they've talked pitch clock, robotic umpires. I think robotic umpire at home plate. Uh, that's going to happen. Umpires five years from now, umpires are not calling balls and strikes. A robot's going to be calling balls and strikes, good or bad. Get used to it because that's what it's going to be. Um. Yeah, George Jetson behind the plate, huh? George Jetson and his dog Astro, his boy Elroy, daughter Judy, Jane, his wife. We've we've gone way off, <laughs> way the, off rails the rails. Here. Uh, all right, let's let's pick some winners here. Major League Baseball, the new format now: twelve teams, as I mentioned, get into the playoffs. So you're going to have three division winners in the National League, three division winners in the American League, three wild cards in each league as well. The three wild cards and the Lowest seeded division winner, the division winner with the worst record in each league, will play the first round. Top two records in the league will get, or top two records, top two division winners in the league, record-wise, will get passed. And then you'll have three-game series between these two teams, just three-game series, which I find very interesting. And then when we, then all of a sudden, you know, you'll you're back to eight teams, and here we go. Did you like that last year, John? When a, a division Winner does not – they have to play a wild card team. I mean uh, – Yeah, I will say this. I will say it this way. I do like it because, for example, if you got the Yankees and the Red Sox and they have the best record, best two records in the league, one of them's a wild card team, right? He's not listening to me. One of them's a wild card team. Yeah. If the Yankees and Red Sox have the best records in the American League, one of them's going to be a wild card because they're in the same division. And then let's say the White Sox win the Central, and they have nowhere near the record that the Yankees and Red Sox. Well, the Red Sox have to be a wild card, so the White Sox being a wild card doesn't bother me either. Well, what I, happens, I'm fine. With what happens? That. All the winners have about the same record. Well, that that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying right or wrong. Well, I'm just asking what happens you what is you the thought. last week of the season. If you're one of those division leaders. Uh, and you've locked up your division. Guess what? You're still playing yep. hard because uh, you want to. You want to get that by. Good point. Um, all right, division. Let's start. 
In the American League, why not? Uh, the AL East, you got the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Orioles. I don't think you're picking the Orioles. And the Tampa Bay Rays, who've always been great. Uh, who you got winning the AL East and why? I've got the Toronto Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays, young you. team. I know. I, I told you we'd end up picking the same teams. <laughs> but I, I think the Blue Jays are are just – they're young. Bichette – uh, Guerrero, their pitching BGO, they've got three guys there that whose dads played Could, yeah. big time major league baseball. Didn't think about it, it means something. But I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I just think it's the Blue Jays' time. It's a great division every year with the Yankees and the Rays and yep. the Red Sox. Yep. So it's that that's always a crapshoot because I really thought somebody you know, plays. He'll pick, he won't pick them. Yeah, Blue you Jays. thought I you thought I picked the Yankees. Well, they got Matt Chapman from Oakland. He'll be the third baseman in Toronto now. Now, they lost Marcus Simeon to your Texas Rangers. That's a pretty big loss. But you bring in Matt Chapman. You bring in Yusei Kikuchi, a name nobody knows. Great left-handed pitcher. Had a great year in Seattle last year. That's a big pickup. George Springer will be there for his second year as leadoff. He was hurt most of the year last year. I just love, Robbie Ray won the uh, Cy Young last year. I love Toronto. I, you know, that's I a, knew you did. That's and a that's brutal like. division. Yeah, and I mean, you could take New York, or you could take Boston, or you could take Tampa Bay, and you wouldn't be doing anything out of. Now, if you took the Orioles with uh, over and under sixty-two and a half, and wow! I'm thinking about betting, going over and so betting the Orioles. So that means the over under losses is ninety-nine and a half. Wow, that's hard to do. That is hard to do. That's hard to do on purpose. Uh, all right, American League Central. Let's uh, get the American League out of the way before uh, the break here. I'm going to go with, and look, the White Sox are the easy pick here. I'm going Minnesota. Wow. I'm going with the Twins. They got Carlos Correa, who I'm not a fan of. Not a fan of Carlos Correa, who loves him some Carlos Correa. But they get Carlos Correa from the uh, the shortstop from the Astros. They get Sonny Gray. I know that's not a great pickup, but it's a solid starting pitcher. Um. Gio Urshela comes over from the Yankees in the Josh Donaldson trade. They get Urshela. They get the Gary Sanchez, a catcher who couldn't wait to get out of New York. Maybe he blossoms out of the spotlight. I'm going to go Minnesota. White Sox, I'm going to say down year coming up. One of those surprise teams with a down year that you expect them to be good, and they they just don't get it done. Tony LaRusso is in his 814th season as a manager. I'm throwing the White Sox out. I'm taking the Twins. Well, I'm taking the White Sox because the Twins over and under wins. I'm going by the Caesar Sportsbook. And you when should. I'm looking at these. You should. You're smarter than I am. 80 and a half is what they think the so Twins are going to win. And 80, 81 and 81, basically. They're saying they're going to be 500 teams. So, as you always tell them, they know more than we do. Yeah, but I like to think I know They're, they're 25 to 1 to win the AL East. I mean, the, the AL. Yeah, well, 50 to 1 they're to not going to win the American League. But I – you know, that's central. I'm going Look, with the White Sox. The Shane. Tigers got my man Javi Baez. Thank goodness he didn't go back to the Cubs. The Tigers got Javi Baez. Cleveland signed Jose Ramirez today to five years, $124 million, uh, to keep him. In the, he, he was talking about leaving. But Cleveland, Detroit, Kansas City, I think, I think it's a two-horse race. I think it's a one-horse race. What's Cleveland's over/under? You got that? I got them all right here. Because uh, Cleveland is seventy-five and yeah, a half. Yeah, they're they're less. Detroit, I know, is going to be less. Kansas now, City. Here's what you have: you have Minnesota at eighty and a half. You have Detroit at 
78 and a half. Okay. Cleveland at 75 and a half. And the Royals okay. at 75 and a half. So they're all blank. Throw a blanket on those. Right. But, but Minnesota's second pick in the division. So yes. I'm, I don't think I'm going out on that big of a limb. All right. American League West. Who you got? I got the Los Angeles Angels. I've got the Anaheim Angels. So same thing, I guess. <laughs> California Angels, Los Angeles, Anaheim. Yeah, whatever. Um, big A. Look, they bring on Noah Syndergaard, who didn't pitch all year with the injury last year. That's a big pickup on their pitching staff. If Otani and Trout can both stay healthy, maybe it's time for the Angels. The Angels have underachieved forever, Tony. To have Mike Trout on your lineup in your lineup get to one playoff in that time, it's sort of criminal. I agree with you. But jo- I like Joe the Madden. young guy. I like I like Rendon at third. I like Joe Adele, the young uh, Ballard High School product. I think they've uh, – if they get some pitching, and I think Cindergard helps a lot here if he's healthy, Otani and healthy. Trout stay healthy. Healthy is the Especially whole thing Trout. for the Angels. And I agree. I think it's Otani's time, and I think that's going to pull him over, over the top of the Astros. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, going to give you our American League wild card teams when we come back. Then we'll delve into the National League. Also, I do still want to talk about the Lakers. Whose fault is it that uh, they are Showtime, officially baby. eliminated? From the playoffs, and I saw a great stat that I'll share on the Lakers' playoff woes here in the last 10 years as well. Uh, Masters picks coming up also. We'll do all that after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. I think the cough has been, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to jinx it, but I think I've taken care of the the hacking cough I have, so that's good news. Yeah, I'm glad I'm sitting across from you. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in. Who are your picks in uh, baseball this year? Major League Baseball starts tomorrow, nine games on the opening day slate tomorrow, and it starts with Red Sox-Yankees. You can't beat that. Uh, the Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, with your Major League Baseball predictions for the season. The Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, and Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 around with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com. You can call 812-725-1457. Play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, under $25 a round, cart included. Get yours today. Supplies are limited. We'll get to the Masters. We'll get to the Lakers. We are, Tony and I, going through our picks to win the divisions, win the league championships, and win the World Series. And we are through the American League titleless. I got Toronto, Minnesota, and the Los Angeles Angels. Tony agrees with Toronto and the Angels. He's going to take the White Sox. He's a chalk guy, right? He's chalk. and Anybody can take chalk. I'm going out on a limb with those Twinkies. All right, American League wildcard teams, Tony. You get three. It can be three from the same division. It can be one from each division or any other combination uh, give me, give me one your top wild card team. New York Yankees. Wow, I hate that we agree so much. This is crazy. But uh, you know what? Josh Donaldson in the mix. They still got Garrett Cole. Um, 
Oh, look, the Yankees are the Yankees. The money is going to buy you a lot of wins, and that's what they do. They're going to have a lot of wins this season, so I agree with you on the Yankees. I'm going to go Houston Astros. You know, again, we're talking what have you done for me lately, past performance chart. Dusty Baker did a great job getting them back to where they needed to be after the scandal. Um, it's a World Series caliber team. I do think the Angels win the division there, but the Astros will be right on their heels. I agree. <laughs> okay. All right. If, that, I, I, we did not sit no, down no, together. No, no, and no, and if this. we got this one, we're going to have five out of six in the American League together if we get this one right. Who who else you got in the wild card? I'll have a different team than you. I, I can read you. No. Yes, no, I can. No. Boston Red Sox. That's who you got? Yep, because you're going to take the Tampa Bay Rays. No. Wow. Yeah. Good, good guess. Uh, but I'm going with the Red Sox. I think it's it's kind of bizarre that we're both through the Rays out. Yeah, I, I, it was hard for me to do. At some point, they're not going to overachieve. Right. And, you know, I'm I'm thinking this is the year. I feel the same way about the White Sox. They're just not going to overachieve this year. I got – you're going you're gonna to laugh. They picked up – Seattle Mariners. Corey Seager. They picked no. up Marcus Simeon. They picked up – uh, a, a, a terrific pitcher, John Gray from the Colorado Rockies. Texas Rangers, man, they're ready. Now, I'm taking three teams out of that division to make the playoffs, so they're going to have to win a lot of games. I think Oakland's going to be down. I think Seattle's going to be a little bit down as well. The Seattle traded for Jesse Winker and and uh, A. Eugenio Suarez, t- stole him from uh, the your Cincinnati Reds. But I'm taking Tony Burke's Texas Rangers to get to the playoffs. I think it's a it's a tough division. But they have spent a lot of money in this offseason to get Simeon, to get Seager from the Dodgers. They spent a ton of money. They've got the new ballpark. They didn't get to show it off the first year because of the pandemic. They ended up playing a World Series there. Um, maybe they play in a World Series of their own this year in that park. I know it's, I know it's off, the, off the charts here, but I'm going Texas Rangers. Well, I'm glad you're there, John. I hope you're right because my Rangers, since – Boy, since they uh, went, went lost to the St. Louis in the World, in the World Series, Series. Ron yeah. Washington was the was the manager back the then. The worst thing they ever did was get rid of Ron. I love Wash, man. He's great. Uh, Red Sox, just what, but, what is that? Just historically, the the way to go here. I think uh, Cora's done a great job when he came back to yep. him, and uh, if they're pitching, I mean they've. I just think they're solid all the way through, and uh, that division, I mean, is crazy. Sandra Bogart's really good. Gets better every year, too. If Chris Sale can do what, you know, he came along last year, then keep him healthy. It's a lot of good things can happen there. But they beat each other up in that division, and that's what worries you about that. So we both have uh, Toronto, the Angels, the Yankees, and the Astros uh, in the playoffs. You go Red Sox, White Sox, and I go Twins and Rangers. So there's your American League. We'll uh, we'll, we'll check on these about the All-Star break, see exactly how we're doing, see what we need to tweak. Uh, National League was starting the East. Atlanta, of course, is the uh, World Series champions uh, emeritus right now. But they lost uh, Freddie Freeman. Who you got in the NL East? I took a chance here, and there's too many injuries, and they're never any good. But I'm going to take for a hunch the New York Mets. The Metropolitans. Interesting pick. Hurt pitchers is not a good thing. Yeah. Um, Jacob DeGrom is going to be out till sometime in June. Max Scherzer going to miss a couple of starts here at the beginning of the season. You, you know, you get Max Scherzer and you got DeGrom, you're thinking, 
You win a lot of games. And you're going to win a lot of games. That's a heck of a one-two punch. But like like I mentioned with Otani and Trout, got to stay healthy here. They, they got to weather get the storm. Healthy. They got to weather their storm early. They got to get healthy. But again, good lineup. Pete Alonso, the anchor there, he can he can crush the ball. They, you know, it's a it's a Mets team that uh, kind of gets in their own way a lot. But they got a shot. I, I I don't I don't dislike it. I'm going to stick with the Braves here. Uh, I know they lost Freddie Freeman. They bring in Matt Olson to take his place from Oakland. That's that's not a bad fill in if you're going to lose Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers. Uh, Ronald Acuna. We'll be back in early May. He was playing great before he tore his ACL last year. I think he, you know, I'm. A, they say he's ahead in his rehab. I'm hoping he's going to be great again. Look, it's a good young team with uh, guys like Dansby Swanson. Um, you got fill-in guys like Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall had an incredible year again uh, last year. Albers. Albies has gotten better every year. I, you know, it's not a great division. Phillies, I think, will be improved, but they're still the Phillies. The The Marlins will stink. Uh, who am I missing here? The Marlins are not going to be very good. Washington, it may be the worst team in the league this year. So, not a tough division. I think Atlanta hangs on and outlasts the Mets there. All right, NL Central, I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Uh, it's Milwaukee or St. Louis. Cubs stink. Pirates stink. Reds are probably going to stink. I hope they don't, but they probably will. Um, I'm just taking Milwaukee over St. Louis here. The the Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, one two punch starting pitchers. That's that's tough. That's really good. Corbin Burns is a was a quality Cy Young kind of pitcher last year. If he does anything like that, and they kept Josh Hader. They almost lost Josh Hader at the back of that bullpen. That dude saves a lot of games. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Brewers in a week National League Central. Craig Council does a great job of coaching, and I'm I'm going with the Brewers too, John. I, I just think they're the best team in the, by far in that division. Didn't your brother play baseball with Council? Sure did. Uh, University of Notre Dame. Man, that means your brother's old. We're all getting old. All right, National League West. Who you got, or do I even have? Should I say who uh, do you got in second place? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they picked up Freddie Freeman. Uh, if the, the Dodgers Freddie are the best Freeman team in baseball, by to far. that team. We know what their over and under is? Uh, I'm going to go 102. No, 98 and a half. And they're in a tough division, and that's why it's not a 102. Because the Giants are always – they always play well. And then the Padres have gotten better and better. Um, Yeah, I mean, I got the Dodgers. I'm sure you got the Dodgers, right? Yep, lowest odds to win the World Series at 5-1. to That's not a good number. When, when, I mean, win the World Series five to but one. But don't you think they'll win a hundred games? I think they'll win one hundred ten games. I do too. I mean, you got Max Muncie is going to come back and he's going to move back to second base because that's where he played for. Him. Then he was playing first, got hurt there in the playoffs late in the or last game of the regular season. I think got hurt with the elbow Who's dislocation. Their uh, well, it was Corey Seager. I know that's why I'm asking. So I'd have to look at the roster. Maybe I'll do that during the break, but. Uh, you know, Turner third is really good. Bellinger's a former MVP. Mookie Betts is a former MVP. I mean, it's like you look at this team and go, who's which position they got where they don't have a former MVP playing? And then you've got Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw. There's a third one I'm missing. Bauer, I don't know if Bauer ever pitches again in the major leagues, but he's on the on the forty man roster, Trevor Bauer. Uh he's been acquitted and and acquitted of all these charges or they've been dropped. 
So you have to think at some point Trevor Bauer comes back to pitch. Um, Dodgers, best team in baseball? I agree 100%. All right, National League wildcard teams. I'll go first. I'll take the Padres. I think, uh, you know, Tatis, that whole lineup they got, Will Myers, all of those guys, uh, Machado, they're going to score enough runs. They're going to win enough games where they're going to get in the playoffs. I just don't see anybody beating the Dodgers in the division. What is Tatis's health? Uh, well, his shoulder pops out about every 12 games. And uh, so, you know, he swings too hard and his shoulder pops out. But other than that, he's ready to go, I think, for the regular season. Okay, I didn't know. I took the Atlanta Braves because I had taken the Mets to win, so the Braves are my first team. All right. Plain and simple. Same reasons you said. So you don't have a Padres? Nope. All right, go. who's your second team? St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I got the Cardinals too. Go ahead and tell me about why you got the St. Louis Cardinals. Is it because the division's so weak? The division's very weak, and the Cardinals – Every year seem to come on at the end of the year. They added Albert Pujols. Well, that's just oh, uh, that's a that doesn't mean anything. as a pinch runner, I believe. Ooh, uh, wow! But no, is he running for me? I just think the National League's weak, John. Besides for the West, and the Cardinals yeah. always are in the thick of it. Flaherty and those guys just do a great job, and they're going to be there when it comes to the end. I almost picked them to win the division. Wainwright is. High 40s. Molina is in his 40s. They're still there. The, you bring Pujols back. It's an old team, but with a bunch of young pieces that fit very well, like like uh, DeYoung, the shortstop. Paul DeYoung, the shortstop. He's you know, Harrison Bader out in the outfield. They got a bunch of young guys that uh, the energy is there. These old guys don't need to bring the energy. And look, Wainwright, you can say what you want. He gets people out. Um, all right, my last – I'm going to go ahead and give you my last wildcard team because I believe that the pitching will come back from injury. I'm going to put the Mets in the playoffs. I know you got them winning the division. Uh, I got Atlanta winning the division, Mets second, and a wildcard team. You got it the other way around. So who's your uh, third wildcard team? Your San Francisco Giants. Yeah, it was hard for me to keep them out. Because track record says, look, the Giants are always in the in the hunt. It was amazing last year. They won the division over those same Dodgers last year. And, you know, that's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. Well, let me give you some the numbers Dodgers, here. By the way, the Dodgers were overwhelming favorites last year, and the Braves knocked them out of the playoffs. Yeah. And the Dodgers, so, I told you. There's, there's no, no certainties here. 98 and a half on the Dodgers. Then the Padres are 88 and a half. Well, and the then the Giants are 85 and a half. What are, so, the, what are the Colorado Rockies? 69 and a half. Ouch. That's Baltimore Oriole territory. Yeah, and, and the Diamondbacks are below them at 66 oh, and a half. I, I forgot they were in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's mean spirited. All right. Who wins each league? Let's start with the National League. I think we're both going to have the Dodgers. Yeah. We both got the Dodgers. We don't have to go any further. Uh, and look, they didn't win it last year, and it was a big upset. It would be a big upset if they don't win it again this year. They they were a great team that added. You just don't see that very often. Well, they always do. They always add. All right, American League team. If we have the same American League team. I know we do. Go ahead. Toronto Blue Jays. I've got the Los Angeles Angels. Almost picked the Angels. Getting out I of wanted the, to pick the getting Angels. Getting out of the rut here. You're going L.A., I'm L.A. I'm going with the, with the Freeway World Series here. Ooh. Los Angeles against Los Angeles. Again, Trout's got to stay healthy. Otani's got to be an MVP again. If those two things happen, I think they've got enough pitching to uh, 
to get it done. So I'm going to go Angels-Dodgers here in the Freeway World Series. Well, then everybody go bet, the, go, go bet the Subway Series then if John's doing the, the – <laughs> Yeah, I'll go bet Mets-Yankees. Go bet the Mets-Yankees. <laughs> so you got Toronto and the Dodgers. Uh, who you got winning it here? I got the Dodgers winning yeah, it too. all. Yeah, me too. It's going to happen. I know it seems chalky. but it's too good. They're too good. And Dave Roberts has uh, guaranteed a World Series victory this year. I don't know if you heard that. He was on Can the Dan my Patrick pick? show a couple, <laughs> couple of weeks ago and said, I guarantee we're going to win the World Series. Now, everybody believes they're going to win. You should have that belief as a manager. But to actually go on the air and, and verbalize it and say, hey, we're going to win the World Series. If you don't, should we fire you? Because you said you were going to. No. That's a pretty big, it, it, that's it's a pretty pretty big limb to be out on. Now, the but when you have that type of team, John. When Dave Roberts comes in the locker room every day, and sees Freddie Freeman getting ready next to Justin Turner. Hey, Mookie. With uh, Mookie Betts and Cole Bellinger playing car, playing poker over on the side. Um, Will Smith. Getting, Will Smith getting jiggy with it, slapping people around. Uh, slapping the baseball. There you go. And then, oh, well, that's a pretty good lineup. Who's who's pitching today? Oh, oh Clayton. Walker, oh, oh, Walker. I don't care which one's pitching. I would. It's like uh, – we we use this analogy all all the time, and it's probably not fair, but I'm going to say it. it's like being the same ex golf coach. You just roll the ball out there. I'd be like the swimming coach. Here, give give everybody a ball ball there and say go hit the ball and let's see if we can win. But the Dodgers are going to be hard to beat. So we we agree with the Dodgers. I do like your Toronto pick. I do because if you get through that division, that's hard enough. You you've been through the ringer if you can get through that division. But I can also see a scenario where the Blue Jays don't make the playoffs. Oh, I agree. I mean, I got them winning the division, but what if what if Tampa Bay does overachieve again this year? The Yankees are still the Yankees. The Red Sox, I think people expect a little less out of the Red Sox this year. Still the Red Sox. Best record in the American League will be the Toronto Blue Jays. Love that lineup. And now I, I hate that they lost Marcus Simeon. I know you love it as a Rangers fan. I hate that they lost Simeon, but that lineup, one through eight, they rake. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. I know you're waiting for our Masters picks. You can we can talk baseball till the till the cows come home, but I know you're waiting for Tony Burke, who has picked winners of majors before on this show. So maybe maybe you and I should both listen to him because he's he's a lucky man. We'll take a break, come back with some picks and talk a little Laker basketball as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Final segment. You've got our uh, our uh, World Series champions. We both picked the Dodgers. I have them beating the Angels. Tony has them beating the Blue Jays in the World Series. Big X Sports Golf Radio Golf Card. Let me try that again. 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Cards are now available. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake. Santa Claus, Indiana. You can uh, play all of those courses for under $25 a round, cart included. Get yours today. Supply is limited. You can get them at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. That's the Big X Sports Radio golf card. Get yours today. Here's a stat I saw on uh, the Lakers. In the past nine seasons, since 2013, the Lakers missed the playoffs seven times. 
from 1948 until 2013, 65 seasons, including Minneapolis, the Lakers missed the playoffs five times. Five times in 65 seasons, they missed the playoffs seven times in the last nine seasons. Now, they did win a title in there in the last nine seasons in the bubble with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, without Russell Westbrook, by the way. But the Lakers were eliminated from playoff contention last night. They lost to the Suns uh, 121-110. to I needed two more points in that game to hit a parlay, but that's a different story. Devin Booker had 32 for the Suns last night. San Antonio won again. They won eight out of nine, so they clinched that last playoff spot in the play-in series. First of all, is this relief for the Lakers because now they don't have to play in that play-in series? Do they even want to make the play-in series? And second of all, Tony Burke, where does the blame begin? Frank Vogel, by the way, is out as coach as soon as they have mutually agreed to part ways when the season ends. That means the Lakers said, Frank, we're not bringing you back, and Frank said, okay. Uh, Who's to blame here? Frank Vogel, to me, is the least to blame. You got LeBron taking a lot of heat. Rob Palenka, general manager slash president, who made the move to bring Russell Westbrook in. Is he listening to LeBron too much? Maybe he's to blame. Who, who do you blame here? Well, LeBron, Injuries are to blame. LeBron had a great year individually. Great year. Second in the league in scoring. I love Anthony Davis, but he's so brittle. He, he He's always hurt. You can't have an, a guy that's an MVP-type player, first-team type, that's never playing. And that they just did not put the right pieces together. When you look out there and Avery Bradley's playing with Russell Westbrook and you got rid of all those guys that, you know, were good players. They got rid of Caldwell Pope, great defender. Kyle got rid Kuzma. of Kyle Kuzma, good defender. Yeah, they, they went for Alex o- Caruso they got they let go. Yeah, they went for the flash and the flash didn't work with Westbrook and I think it's just a combination and I agree with you. Vogel's not yeah. The reason they lost games. I think Rob Palenka is a guy that's that. If you're looking for somebody, if you're the Bus family, if you're Genie Bus, and you're looking for somebody to blame, it's Rob Palenka because if he brought Russell Westbrook in and got rid of all those players, it's his fault. If he did it because LeBron said, "Here's who I want," and LeBron and he listened to LeBron, it's still his fault for listening to LeBron. Yeah. So Rob Palenka, in my opinion, is the number one guy to, that should be on the. On the uh, on the outs here. I hate to see Russell Westbrook and Dwight hired and those guys lose. I know. I, I really am LeBron, so I'm just you know I feel sorry for him. Three Kentucky Wildcats on that team: Wenyon Gabriel and uh, Malik Monk, along with Anthony Davis. Um, so what do you do now if you're uh, LeBron and you're the you're you're GM LeBron? Do, do you say Anthony? Um, it was been fun. Thank you for the title in the bubble, but we're going to send you on your way. Charles Barkley called. Uh, <laughs> this is a shot. Called Anthony Davis says his nickname should be Street Close. That's good. That's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Uh, I'm sure AD doesn't think it's funny. I'm and you know injuries are are have been tough. There have been players over the years that just couldn't get it together. And um, Greg Oden, Sam Bowie, guys that were high draft choices that uh, just were injured their whole career. At least Anthony Davis can say I got a title out of it and I did play quite a bit of basketball, although I sat just as much. Yeah, it's just uh, it can't. You know, guys get hurt. Guys get hurt. But certain guys just seem to have that cloud, that slept rock cloud, following them. All right, our favorite uh, golf tournament starts yep. tomorrow. There's a couple things I wanted to ask you. First of all, you went to a Saturday Sunday 
actual tournament masters round at Augusta. I was at I I was with you one year on a at a, uh, a nope. Tuesday practice. I round. I did not make the practice. The only time I've ever oh, okay. Been. I was at a at a practice round uh, on a Tuesday. But what what was it like just to be there for actual tournament play on a weekend? Well, I was very fortunate. The weather was bad on Thursday and Friday, so everybody was on the course Saturday morning before they cut. So it was awesome. Uh, the only thing that I missed out a little bit on was my guys with me, Joe B and Robe and were telling me that even away from the fairways, it's so pristine. And they had to, you know, do a lot of groundskeeping stuff. But it, it's a beautiful place. Sat in Amen Corner. Watched Jeff Maggart take an eight on the par three. Twelfth. Um, just awesome. Saw the saw we left it during the playoff between Lynn Matisse and Mike Weir. Mike Weir won it that year. It's it's just something that I can say I did, and, I, and I'm so happy I did. It's like going to the Final Four we talked about, John. I've been to the Final Four in the Masters, and, you know, That's you, can't, good. you can't beat that. Uh, Tiger's chances. He's 40-1 to 1 right now. I bet him yesterday. I am full disclosure here. I didn't want him to win and me not have 10 bucks on him, so I bet him yesterday. Um, he, he was fifty. He was 60-1, to 1, then 50-1 to 1 on, uh, on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, and now he is 40-1. to 1. The odds just keep on going down. He said in his press conference yesterday, Tony, I can play. My swing is fine. Can I walk this hilly course for four days and continue to play well? What well, do you think? Well, you've talked about it. it, is, it television doesn't give it justice. You've heard millions of people say it. There's so many steep inclines to walk. And I know I said it last week, but Arnold Palmer played his last round there, and after he played the first two rounds, he said, there's no way I should have tried this. I could, couldn't walk this golf course. And, uh, but it's a beautiful place. It's Everything you've heard about it is, is the truth. I mean, the, beautiful. The, the greens are unbelievably fast. I watched Jonathan Bird chip on the number nine. He chipped it three feet onto the green, stopped, rolled down the hill to the hole. And it was unbelievable. So it's 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 a whole different. That's why when we're picking these guys, I pick guys that have done well there. What's your they favorite know the golf course? My favorite. Watch on home. TV. I mean, everybody loves twelve. It's right there in Amen Corner. I I love sixteen. The par three. Uh, they skip it over the water during the practice rounds, but then uh, you know pin placement can be high right. It can be low left where you you started out right, let it roll down to the hole. I love sixteen. 16's a great hole, and that's where Xander Shoffley took a triple bogey yeah. last year. Guys will hit it into the water. They should never they hit it into the water. They don't anymore, and that was the crazy thing yeah. to get a triple. Uh, favorite the bunkers, hole. The bunker's dangerous, too, on 16. Because if you don't hit it right out of there, it's going in the water. I like uh, – I, like, I actually like 15 a lot, the par 5, because yeah. that is a yeah. tough hole. You, they get it out there, but then to make the ball stay on the green. They've lengthened it this year. Have they? They moved the tee boxes back. It's if, going to be hard to go forward in two on 15. If you're short, you deal with the water. It, it, things roll in there. If you hit it long, it'll roll all the way back to 16. It, it's it's a tough hole. You're not going to see guys going for it this year as much because of the length. Um, 11's been changed, too. 11 right there at the beginning of Amen Corner. Uh, the tee's been moved. And if you don't hit it, down the right side of that fairway, you have no chance to get it on the green. Well, the thing about you can't hit it far Augusta, enough, Augusta National is you can spray the ball as long as you're not behind a tree. You can rear back and hit it because the rough's not bad. The greens are unbelievably Brutal. hard, yep. and it's going to probably be wet. 
and the ball's not going to roll out. So if they've lengthened those holes, they're even going to be longer. All right, let's get some winners. Uh, give me your first pick to win this tournament now. Not that I, I pick more. I'll Morik- give you the odds, but give you – Not that I picked Morikawa on here and, and DeChambeau. <laughs> A couple of times last year. So, and, and had winners? Is that what you're trying to say? Didn't I'm, you pick more Connor to win the PGA the year he won the PGA? Yes, yeah, I and know. I picked uh That's Bryson why I was telling DeChambeau people, you might want to write this stuff down. That uh, he's, he's I'm, a, I'm going over to bet three guys. He's a tremendous golf prognosticator. Going to go over and bet three All right, guys. give me one. Cameron Smith. Been on him the whole way. All right. You're, you're a fan. I'm a big fan, and I got him in one of my three as well. He is 14 to 1. Actually, I got him at 16 to 1 today, but the sheet I've got, he's 14 to 1. Uh, you know, he tied with a couple of guys for third choice. Well, first choice is John Robb, nine to one. Then Morikawa and Justin Thomas, twelve to one. Cameron Smith, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, all fourteen to one. So I agree with you. I'm going to go Cam Smith as well. Second pick, Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka just below that at four at uh, sixteen to one. Um. Yeah, he seems to always be there in majors. Every major he's there. He's played pretty well at the Masters. So, once again, I'm going with two guys that have, have done well. Cameron Smith's been consistent. Brooks Kepka's been consistent. I'll go Justin Thomas, and I know I'm I'm biased here, St. X product. But uh, he's he's uh, a good player in the wind. The, wind is, the rain is going to be out of there after today. The winds are supposed to pick up, and it's supposed to be a windy weekend down at Augusta, and Justin Thomas plays good through the wind. I worry about the putting, and I know you're going to bring that up. He has had trouble with the putter. But if you can get it to the green in that wind, then you got a shot. And I'm going to go with Justin Thomas to win uh, his second major here. He always has a chance because he's just such a good player. I, I don't dislike it. I just think putting – it's going to be huge it's for a him. Premium if he, if, if, he puts, if he puts well, he can win. All right. Guy that I like the most, not the most, but I really, really like is Xander, uh, Xander Shoffley because Shoffley in the last two spring masters has been second and third. And that's, 20 to one. that's telling me right there that he plays well there. And he, he I've just said on 16, he triple bogeyed last year. What a, had him in a playoff. I can make an argument for probably 20 guys yeah. here, 15 to 20 guys. Uh, my third one, it's a little, it's a guy that hasn't played well this season. I know because I got him on my fantasy golf team, and uh, I'm toward the bottom there. Jordan Spieth, he was five under in his like final him. round last week. He found something last week, um, and he he's a streaky putter. When he's hot with the putter, he's really, really hot, and – what he found with his swing last week, I don't know what it was. He's kind of smirking and, on his interviews right now going, yeah, I found a little something here. I think Jordan Spieth is uh, – and he's 14-1, to 1, which is not huge odds, but I think he is a definite uh, contender here at Augusta this week, former champion. He was my fourth pick, and he always plays well there. So, John, that, that would have been my fourth If pick. I'm going long shot, though, Tony, I'm going Will Zalatoris. He finished Why second not? last year, and he is 35-1. to 1. Coming in here this year, Sandy Lyle, by the way, and Larry Mize, twenty five thousand to one. That's worth ten spot, right? No, it's not. No, all right, twenty five hundred, I should say. That's worth a ten spot. All right, uh, don't forget Bats baseball back on the air tonight, six oh five pregame, six thirty five first pitch. The Bats lost the opener to St. Paul last night, three to two. UK product JT Riddle a home run for the Bats. But they're in action again right here on the Big X tonight. So listen in if you can't get out to Louisville Slugger 
field. Thanks to Tony, as always. We'll uh, talk more about the Masters tomorrow while it's ongoing. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.